Alrighty guys, we're back, episode number 45, I think, I don't know man, um, I keep forgetting to check, but I guess it's not really important, because the episode number isn't episode 44, nope, episode 45, because last week was a, uh, I don't know what to call it, just talking shit, what did I call it, Hummus attacked me, that's right, um, so yeah, episode number 45, wow, this week, I'm going to tick off a topic, I'm still undecided whether I talk about the topic earlier or whether I talk about it later. Um, So, yeah, don't know. It's a great way to stay in shape, though. Um, Is this working? I don't know if it's working. It is. For some reason, I can't hear it in my headphones. I don't know what's going on there. Um, Yeah. Interesting. Anyway. um, I might try and fix it. I don't know how. Is it on mute? It's not on mute. I don't know, man. I just feel like my headphones are useless then. Oh, boy. Oh, Jesus. So, what's been happening this week? What's been going on? Um, not a whole lot, I guess. I um, today, This week has been another fucking busy, busy, busy week this week. I have had a bit of... Sp- um, yeah, I've had a bit of stuff on, um, oh, camera's crooked, there we go, alright, headphones are not working, so we're just gonna go without them for today, but I'm gonna keep them on for, uh, effect, um, yeah, busy, busy week this week, jeez, I don't really know what's happened, it's kind of just been a big blur, um, I didn't know if I was gonna be able to record this as well, uh, but I am, made it, managed to lock it in, it helps that I didn't have my psychology, uh, psychologist, appointment today she is away so um meant i got a bit of extra time on my hands hooray um yeah i'm gonna try and i'll talk about training later or maybe i should get it out of the way first let's just talk about let's talk about my training for the week hey let's talk about that and we'll get it out of the way then we'll go into general stuff um so training for the week has been pretty fucking good i've done a lot this week um let's let's do the math on it I don't need to do the actual math. I can just jump on training peaks and it'll tell me how much I've done and how much I've got to go. Thankfully. Uh, damn, I've done 13 hours of training this week and I've still got a three-hour ride tomorrow and then about an hour and a half in the pool. So what's that? 13, 16, 17 and a half hours. It's a lot. It's a lot of training. Uh, but it's generally what I'm at normally. So no big deals there. Um, yeah, damn son, I, um, I'm desensitized to the, the amount of training I do, which is a good thing, but also not a good thing, because I just do too much, um, like this week, I think I did a little too much, I'm so sore today, I'm getting, gonna get sick of sitting in this chair for an hour, my back's a bit stiff, I think everything's just super tight, so, yeah, um, oh yeah, cool, I just thought of something else, I'm gonna add into the, uh, list of stuff that's happened this week, uh, new... It's all in caps, so it's going to look like I'm yelling it. Um, anyway, yeah, training for the week was pretty good. Uh, what happened on a recorded Thursday, so Friday? Yeah, I went for a run with uh, Noah, friend of the podcast, around Sugarloaf Dam. It was pretty good. It's a good run. Um, what surprised me most about that run was my resting heart rate. My resting heart rate was super low. Um, not my resting heart rate. My running heart rate was so low. It surprised the shit out of me a little bit. I... Um, yeah, I was running and I thought my heart rate monitor was fucked. Like, we were doing a pretty solid pace. Um, there's a bit of hills and stuff like that around there. So I was like, oh, my heart rate should be elevated a little bit. But it was sitting around 125, 120 for most of it, which was very surprising for me. I, um, yeah, I thought it would have been a bit higher than that. But it wasn't. It just wasn't. Like, we'd hit a hill, it would go up to maybe 140, and then it would just drop straight back down and sit around the 120 mark, which was... Um, kind of cool because it meant that my like i'm i spoke to nicola about it and it's just i'm super efficient at running now which is fucking great great way to stay in shape um so that was fucking awesome um but yeah other than that what's that noise i thought it was thunder good run i added we did 15 tech k's together then i added an extra six and a half afterwards where i like ran a bit quicker to get my heart rate up um but yeah Great run, great course. We'll definitely be doing it again. Um, so I did my long run on the Friday because I was busy 
Saturday and Sunday, so I didn't have a chance. That's right, because I rode Wednesday. had to do my long run Friday. Saturday was a rest day, and then Sunday I did top-up run, which was like 13 or 14 Ks, which wasn't that bad in the morning, which was actually quite, quite nice to do on a Sunday instead of having to do a super long run. Um, it was actually quite refreshing for a change. Uh, but yeah, that was the weekend. And then what, what strength training this week has been feeling fantastic um my structure of hitting a light day at the start of the week then going heavy heavy and splitting the movements up and doing overhead press deadlift and bench and squat has just is just been working wonders like my squat is feeling fantastic my um deadlifts been feeling a bit weird trying to wedge properly which is terminology you probably don't know but wedging is basically where you get yourself in a super tight position and you kind of like rock those hips back and because you're so tight the weight kind of comes off the floor while you're rocking back because you're in such a tight position and it takes attention out of the bar and it's almost like, cool, you've lifted the weight, now you just got to stand it up. Um, it's a great way to lift safely because if you don't wedge properly, then you're not going to be able to lift the weight. So that's been feeling a bit weird, but I got um, some pointers. So one of the coaches we had at Strong First um, shot me a message and was like, hey, how's training going, um, you know, oh yeah, actually, he's like, I saw your squat and deadlift videos, he's like, can I give you some pointers, and I was like, those are old videos, um, but yes, I can send you some recent training videos, and you can help me out with those ones, and I'm just, he's giving me a bunch of things to help improve each of my lifts, um, particularly deadlifts, longer arms, I need to make sure my arms are like fully locked out, and I'm not trying to kind of pull myself into it, so I'm keen to try that stuff next week, um, I hit on Wednesday, I hit a 5x5 at 92.5 kilos with the squat, and it felt fucking great. Like, just the cue that has helped me so much is just drive the pockets out. So instead of driving the knees out, drive the pockets out, and it kind of like opens up my hips, and I pull myself down into the squat before even thinking about it. So I don't need to think about moving. It's like, cool, pockets out, and I'm already at the bottom, which is great. Um, so I'm very excited to see where my strength goes over the next couple of months um i'm at week three at the moment i reckon the program will stall out I'll, I'll get at least another two weeks and then i might stall out on some lifts so we'll see how we go otherwise feeling strong um try sessions have been great like they've been what they they usually are like i can't complain had a couple of tough bike sets this week actually no i lied i had one tough bike set monday or tuesdays was nice it was actually really nice like it was hard but it was very doable um, it was one of those ones where you're like, this is tough, but I know I can do it, so it's not a big deal. Um, but then I had one yesterday. Yeah, yes, yesterday was a big day too. had one yesterday, and it was, it was one of those ones where I was like, I know I can do it, but I'm going to have to try really hard. Um, luckily, I did try really hard, and I got it done, which was, you know, it's a great way to stay in shape. Uh, then what else has been going on? Very keen to see where my strength and fitness... Yeah, so everything's kind of tracking in a good direction with my training. Like strength, I'm getting stronger. I'm feeling better in the movements. I'm feeling much tidier, feeling like I'm working on imbalances. And in terms of my try training, I'm getting fitter. Obviously, with my running, my heart rate is super low. Like it was sitting in zone one while running, which is ridiculous if you think about it. Like I know the majority of people... Let's check this. Let's see what the, av rest, let's see what the average resting heart rate heart rate of a 26 year old male good is between 62 and 65 above average is 66 to 69 so i'm working out i'm running this is a resting heart rate i'm running at um 120 i'm running physically moving at like below six minute k's with a heart rate of 120 which is in zone one that's ridiculous so very happy with that um i'm like i'm gonna wear that badge for a little bit um especially when i go back to look back and think when i started all this training it wasn't that like i remember running pretty easily and it was like uh zone two maybe uh like high one well not, not high 140s but 140s so when i look back at, on that and reflect i'm like damn son heart rate of 120 while running is pretty fucking tasty so very happy with that so i'm keen to see where my um strength and fitness goes by the end of the year because 
I've really got a fucking massive aerobic base and now I'm building that strength. I'm just keen to see what I can do with myself. Not for any competitions or anything like that. Like I haven't signed up for anything yet. I'm just kind of enjoying training again, which is what I wanted to get out of this break from tries is just try and enjoy, enjoy training and try and experiment on a few different things, which is great. Um, and that brings me into my next thing. Like we had a, had a massive day Wednesday and Thursday, trained three times both days. Wednesday did a strength session. So I did my squats and my bench. Then I went and swam three and a half Ks. Then I had a did a Metcon with the BFT Monty guys. Um, and with the Metcon, I found like I was talking to Ben afterwards. It was fucking rough too, actually. Oh, let me read this out. Not that... Um, I mean, not that you can do it unless you have a group of people you want to do it with, but it was basically a 45-minute time cap um, in teams of five. So a 5K ski, 20-stroke efforts. After each effort, jump off, 10 air squats, six single-arm dumbbell snatches, so three each side, and then two heavy dumbbell burpee clusters, which is like a squat, clean, and press. Um, I went 25 kilo dumbbells for those, which was fucking heavy. And then it was into a 5k row, 20 stroke efforts after each effort, nine box jumps, six D ball walking lunges and six D ball ground to over shoulders. I went at 40 kilos with the D ball ground over shoulders. I'm kind of spewing. I should have gone 55, but, um, it was a fucking doozy. And then in remaining time, it was max cows. But the twist was that added a bit of extra spice was every five minutes, everyone had to do 10 burpees and it was just one of those workouts where like there was no hiding there was no hiding you as soon as you thought like there was a couple of times where i like lay on the floor and i was like mad i've got at least another minute before i have to do my next exercise this is great as soon as you would think that burpees burpees would come out and they'd fuck you up and then you'd be like great now i'm tired again um so it was just fucking one of those classic workouts but the point of me telling that was um got part way through and I got to finished it and I think I'm getting my um interval weight training fitness back so like I'm fit in terms of pushing my you know pushing my lactic threshold pushing my body doing hard aerobic efforts but I didn't have that kind of blended with weight training so like it was too separate like I'm strong and I'm fit but when you put them those two together, it's fucking hard. If you've ever done a cardio weight session, like it's rough. It is rough. Um, but I'm finally getting that fitness back, which is fucking awesome. Like I used to have it real good before I picked up uh, tri training. And then, you know, I kind of ditched all of that stuff and just focused solely on Ironman tri training and stuff like that. But now I'm starting to build that aspect of my training back up and fuck it feels good to just be able to like nah man i can go i can go heavy and and still get through it so i'm keen to see where it goes and then on thursday which was yesterday today's friday um i did what did i do i did a ride set in the morning and then i went and did a bft session um which was brutal my heart rate i just fucking i sizzled hard and then i swam afterwards and by the time i actually i actually bonked I bonked for the first time ever while swimming. I got halfway through and I was like, I feel like I'm going to die. This is not good. Um, I ended up finishing off and actually having a fucking great session. But there was like a 10, 15 minute window where I was like, this doesn't feel great. I don't really like this that much. I ended up having to just fucking effort after effort after effort. I was just, I limited myself to 15 seconds rest so that I would, you know, finish, take a couple of breaths, go again. That way there was no thinking, no feeling, just going. Um... But yeah, it was a fucking, it was a good day yesterday. And then I'm fucking so sore today. I just had a 13K run. That's it. So uh, I had a big day Wednesday, big day Thursday. And then today was just a 13K run. So I had a bit of a sleep in. Um, and then, yeah, hit the run up, which is pretty good. Just got back home probably half an hour ago, had a shower. Now I'm recording this podcast for you guys. There's actually, I've got a couple of fucking really, I've got a couple of really good stories that I'm saving that I'm going to tell you guys soon. Um, I just don't want to share them yet. I'm contemplating whether I put them out behind a paywall or whether I just put them out on here. I don't know, but they're interesting. Um, intriguing stories, I think. I've got to figure out how to actually tell them, but they're intriguing, interesting stories. Um, all right, let's, let's go into the topic and then I'll talk shit for a bit. Yeah, all right. So... Today's topic, guys, is a quote, right? 
It is a quote. Character is what defines you. So reputation is what people think of you. Character is what defines you. Character is basically who you are. Um, and now I've broken this down into a bunch of different questions and topics and whatnot, and we're going to go through it, you know, talking a bit of shit, riffing. But it's a very interesting one. I like these kind of concepts. I like this, um, what do you call it, philosophy kind of shit. Real cool. Don't have to do any research. And you can go on many, many different avenues and many different tangents, which I love. I'm all about tangents. Um, so, oh, that hurt my back. So, what is reputation? Reputation is the external perspective of what you are. It is a facade you put on for others to see. You know what I mean? It is what others see of you. Other people think of you. It is that perceived kind of perspective. It's not necessarily real. Like, it's... You see someone and you judge them immediately. That's kind of what I view reputation as or like word of mouth. It's what other people think of you. Now, your reputation and your character can be completely different. Reputation can be easily uh, manipulated by other people. People talking shit, people fucking spreading rumors. That can change your reputation. But if your character is set in stone, then it doesn't matter what people think of you. You know, you're going to go around and you're going to be true to yourself. Whereas if you get caught up with the whole reputation thing, I guess you kind of lose sight of what your character is. You lose sight of who you are as a person. Um, it's like, so basically I look at it as reputation. It's like putting on a show for the people around you. It's like fucking, I don't know, putting on this facade, being very theatrical with who you are and talking loud so people hear you say certain things that you want them to hear you say. Um, and I just, I don't know, man, I'm not, not about that. Not about that side of the life. Not about that side of the dark side. I stopped it, but we're back. We're back on. Um, yeah, I'm not about the, the the reputation, the talk, and nah, fuck that, dude. It's too hard. Um, so those concerned with their reputation are generally quite insecure and only feel value when they are validated by those around them. So people concerned with their reputation are going to try and match what people, what they think people want to think of them, if that made any sense. So, for example, if you think, you know, old mate Frank thinks that you like to eat a bunch of chocolate, but you don't really like chocolate that much. You're more of a lolly person. You're going to put on a fucking show and be like, man, I love chocolate. Chocolate's the best. I ate fucking, you know, I ate a couple of blocks over the weekend. And Frank's going to be like, oh, yeah, fucking nice, dude. That's sick. And, you know, pep you up and you kind of, I don't know, kind of like, yeah, pep you up and kind of be pumped up about it. Whereas you're just sitting there thinking, fuck, man, I don't like chocolate at all. That was just bullshit. I just want Frank to like me. Like, that's reputation. You're concerned about what Frank thinks of you because for for some whatever reason you might be insecure so they put on you put on an act to kind of chase it you kind of shape shift it's like ditto the pokemon um you kind of shape shift to match what people what you think people see you as um and like if i'm being completely honest i've been there i've done that early days early days of my um when I was really struggling with my eating disorder and when I was struggling, when I first, I remember when I first started my Instagram, I was like that a bit, you know, putting on this act to try and fit the mold of what I thought people wanted me to fit into. And it's hard, man. It is fucking hard. It is so difficult to put on a fake pretend act all the time. So much easier to just be yourself. Because then you don't have to fucking put on this bullshit act. You don't have to pretend to be someone you're not. You can just be you. Just hang out. Just chill. It's great. Just It's a great way to... to, 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 to it's a great way to stay in shape. It's a great way to be yourself. Um, just being yourself. Um, so, what is character? What is character? Huh? What do you think character is? Take a moment and think about what you think character is. Me, I think character is how your habits, motives, and thoughts all relate to morality, as in like your morals. Um, character is who you are. It is, it is your core values. It is who you are right to your core. It's the shit that makes your blood boil. It's the shit that makes you happy. It's the stuff that, you know, you see. It's the lens you see the world through. Um, it's the basis of all your decisions. It's what you default to when you're most vulnerable. Something you can't kind of hide from. Your character is your character. You can't fucking run away from that. For me, it's usually I default to my true character when I'm at the end of um, events or like I'm exhausted. If I'm bonking, if I've bonked out on a ride and I come home, I'm 
I'm raw. I'm myself. Like long endurance events are the best for bringing out your true character because you can't hide from it. When you're fucking broken down completely, there is no, you're not going to have the energy to put up that fake act that you're concerned about your reputation. Like you don't have the energy for that shit. So you are raw. You are who you are. There's no fucking hiding it. Um, it's character is basically who you are under the mask. If you're putting on a mask, character is ingrained in you. It is something you can't hide or fake. You can't hide your character or fake it. If you, if you are faking it, it's not going to last forever. You can't, it's like doing a full-time acting gig. Imagine that. Imagine every day of your life, you're in a full-time acting gig, putting on this fake act to try and show people that you are something that you're not. Oh, man, I want to go to sleep thinking about it. I cannot, I could not, I could not even begin to want to do that shit. No, 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 no. You couldn't pay me any money to do that um, unless I was actually doing an acting gig, in which case, all for it. I'd like to play a superhero, um, preferably, because I think that would be fucking cool. Um, Yeah, if you are who you are, then it's easy money, dude. You wake up every day and you're just who you are. You just do what you're going to do. That's the best. That is the best. I actually heard there was a, one of the, I've mentioned him before, but one of the bodybuilders I follow, he's great. I don't like bodybuilding generally, but this guy's fucking awesome. Mike Pearson, go and follow him on Instagram. He's great. He's raw. He's real. Um, he was just saying that he sees people on their Instagram all the time, you know, putting on this fake act and not being who they truly are and just putting out content to pretend they're someone that they're not. And his just like, like, fuck that, man. Put out the content you want to put out. If you don't want to put out any content, then don't put it out. And when you do want to put it out, put it out. It's not a big deal. Like, so many people, but it's like I get it. Some people, for some people, it's a fucking business. It is. It's a business and they need to put out content. They need to get people on board to support them so that they can fucking, you know, live and they can make a bit of extra money and all that kind of stuff. And you know what? Go for it. Why not? It's a great platform for doing that. But... In saying that, don't lose sight. Oh gosh, don't lose sight of your character. Don't lose sight of who you are in the process. Like for me, I haven't posted anything on my Instagram for so long. For like, I don't know, four or five weeks at least. And I feel like I should. I feel like I need to post something. But at the same time, like I don't have, there's nothing there that makes me want to post. And I remember back in the day when I started it, I was posting shit. I would make, I had a rule, I'd have to post twice a day to fulfill some form of criteria. I don't know what the criteria was, I don't know where I got it from, but I would have to post twice a day, and I would have to fucking sit there racking my brain to come up with something to post, and it was just shit, and at the end of the day, it was all the same content, it was all the same crap, the same thing day after day, none of it was original i didn't put a lot of thought into a bunch of things like occasionally yes i had a good post where i put a lot of thought into it and i took the time to write it out properly but most of the time it was just shit to try and get something out there whereas at the moment i'm like i don't have any um anything there that i need to get out i don't have something that's that i have like it's a burning desire to get out and put out there to to you guys on my on my personal page so i'm not going to put anything out it's just simple as that like i have a post written up that i'm going to do on my um, program my strength programming how it's kind of progressing and what my plans are but like that's the only thing that I've had kind of there that I wanted to post about in fucking five weeks you know what that's fair enough I don't it's not fair to put pressure on yourself to live up to these expectations that are outlined by other people and I think at the end of the day like you know it's living up to reputation it is you're thinking about what other people are thinking of you and that's the problem whereas if you just go by your character it's like cool today i feel inspired by this i'm going to share it with the people that i care about that's that's what i believe it should be it shouldn't be i've got to put this out because these people think i'm this inspiring person it's like no you got to share it because you find it inspiring there's a like there's a beauty to it like I'm going to talk about my podcast page now and I'm enjoying, I'm putting out reels every day, nearly every day because I'm enjoying pumping that. I'm like, cool, I want to get my content out there because I believe in it and I believe in what I'm saying and I enjoy speaking and I'm like, cool, this is something that I enjoy and I want people to see it. So I'm going to post regularly. And plus, like once I clip up the reels, it's easy to do. I just upload it and write a bunch of shit. But I'm getting, finding passion in that now. Like when I write out the, the um, what do you call it? 
the draft, no, the caption of the reels. I'm actually taking time to write something good because I'm, you know, I, 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 I take pride in it. Um, and I think the more concerned you are with how other people are going to perceive you, the the more of yourself you're going to lose. Like it, when it comes to Instagram again, the more you're concerned about how other people perceive you, the more diluted your content's going to be, the more diluted your experience the experience of you is going to be and that's why i don't want to fucking sell like i don't want to sell out this podcast either like i'm going to talk about what i want to talk about because it makes me it's something i'm interested in stuff i'm interested in i'm not going to listen to anyone telling telling me that i should change it in a certain way unless it's actually a good point um i'll listen to them but if they're trying to tell me that i should do it a different as in change the way i approach things or change the way i talk about things then not going to listen because that's not why I do this. I started this for me and I want to get my, I want to talk about shit. I want to get my point across. I want to talk a bit of, I just want to talk nonsense. You know, sometimes I'll talk serious, but sometimes I'll talk a bunch of shit. Um, and there's nothing wrong with talking shit. It's great fun. It's a great way to stay in shape. Keeps your mind sharp. Anyway, they, that is my, um, that's the topic for the day, guys. Enjoy it. No, I'm kidding. That's so that that's the, the two aspects of the quote at the start. What is reputation and what is character? Reputation is basically how you are see you are perceived from the outside. Character is what you are from the inside. If you're concerned with your reputation, you're going to be worried about what other people are thinking of you. Whereas if you're concerned with your character, that's just who you are as a person, your morals. Um, can you change character? I believe it can be changed, but in saying that, I think it takes a certain level of event to change your character. Simply saying to someone they need to change change it is not going to do anything. They'll need to experience something that forces them or forces their hand. Um, you won't know that your character has changed until it ha- has happened. That's in my opinion. I don't think you're going to understand or you're not going to know until your character has changed or has, has gone through a developmental stage until it's happened. Um, you'll experience things in a different way than you used to. That's when you'll know. For me, it was going vegan. I went vegan and I ignored the... I didn't want to watch any of those animal cruelty documentaries like Dominion and stuff like that. I was like, nope, nope, nope. Don't want to know about it. It's too much. And then one day I was like, I'm going to watch it. And from that moment on, it changed everything like I was vegan for health reasons but once I watched that and let that in and actually allowed myself to experience what was going on and open my mind up to it I was like fuck all right I'm never touching a piece of meat or animal product again um, and it just like I was vegan but I wasn't you know a hundred percent I was a hundred percent in on it but I didn't know how long it was going to last and then once I watched that documentary I was like fuck you I'm out forever um, so like that was a, that was a character change for me. I experienced something that really fucking rocked me and it caused my character to go through a change because of that. Um, can we be taught character or can character be taught, changed, manipulated? Um, you know, you know what I mean, guys. I'm going to take a quick sippy sip. Oh yeah. Um, in my humble opinion, cause I'm a very humble man. There are two ways character can be taught. The first way is we get it from our parents. We learn. We learn their traits. We learn their habits and beliefs as we grow up because they are the ones teaching us. They are the ones teaching us what the world is like. We see their, we essentially, when we're kids, we see the world through our parents' lenses. We see it through the lens they create for us. Um, These are subject to change, obviously, but that's not going to happen until we develop the tools and things to kind of act for ourselves so that's not likely to happen until we're in our 20s generally speaking i think when i did a bit of there was a topic what was the topic that i did ages ago where i take uh i spoke about this shit it was like how does your decision making process work there we go i think like when you're 26 25 to 26 is when you really start to make your own decisions about things but I think that process starts in your 20s. Um, the second way is through experiences in life. These can be good or bad. And the response, um, sorry, the, so these experiences in life can either be good or bad. Um, the way we change our character is going to depend on how we respond to these events or these you know, experiences. These response can, responses can be either positive or negative, And that is going to be character defining. 
for example, me growing up, I responded in a positive way. I chose to, you know, lean into fitness and lean into physical activity, whereas I could have gone the other way. I could have gone the negative route and turned to alcohol and drugs and stuff like that, which would have been a negative response and it would have changed my character probably in a negative way. But even then, negative is a, um, the dogs are outside, negative's a you know, just a word. I don't know how you would say what is negative, who decides what negative is. Um, so the way we, despot, we despond, the way we respond to these is likely to be influenced by past events experiences as well as what our parents have passed on to us. So even then, the second way we can kind of teach or change our character or develop our character, I should say, is going to tie back into how we grew up. Um, all right, let's go... Next one, is there such thing as good or bad character? A good and bad character, who is in charge of deciding this? So, is there such thing as having a good or a bad character, and who decides? Who decides what good or bad is? Um, now, this one is something that I, I just kind of hit me when I was writing it, and I was like, "Whoa, I want to riff on this." So, I'm going to take a drink, and then I'm going to go into this. Firstly, before I get into this, think about what your response is. Do you think that there is such thing as people who have good character and people who have bad character? And then if you do think so, then who has decided that? What makes you think that there is good and there is bad? Um, I'm just curious. Because I, when I sat down to ask myself that question, I was like, I don't know. So this is what I kind of landed on. I don't think there is really any such thing as good or bad character or having good or bad character. I think whether someone seems good or bad comes down to how they see the world around them. What lens do they see the world? How do they perceive things happening around them? Um, like, for example, a bad person might have had a really shitty upbringing like where they were they couldn't trust anyone their parents were shit like their parents weren't there for them everyone in their life just treated them like crap no one was ever there for them they were on their own they had to look after themselves so for them for someone who has experienced life like that they're going to look at every single person like they're pieces of shit who can't be trusted and people who aren't there for them at all to help them they're going to look at everyone as kind of the enemy people that no one's going to help them out. No one's going to be there for them when they need them. They're all on their own. They don't have anyone to help them out. Um, whereas you flip that and you experience, you know, someone who may have grown up in a loving family environment where everyone helped them out. Everyone was always happy, talking shit, having fun, getting on well, no bullshit going on behind the scenes. Everyone was genuinely happy and genuinely loving and caring. This person's going to view the world as like, everyone's great. Everyone's amazing. They're going to see the good in people. They're always going to look at the positive side of people and give them the benefit of the doubt. Whereas the other person is going to look at the negative and be like, no, I don't trust this person. Even though that person might be the nicest person in the world, they're going to look at them and see the negative because that's how they've seen everyone in their life. They've seen the negative in everyone because everyone's, no, everyone's always given them the negative. So it depends on the lens you see things through. That's how I kind of... That's what I landed on. I just don't think there is good or bad. I just think it depends on how you were brought up. That's going to determine how you see the world. And that is going to determine your character and your morals and stuff like that. It's going to depend on what you think of everyone else around you. And it is, you know, it is a reflection of you. It is a reflection of you. How you see everyone is a reflection of you and how you were kind of brought up and what you experienced through um, those years growing up and in life basically you're always having new experiences so you're always constantly learning and changing but your character and morals are going to be completely dependent on how you see the world um, much like a dog right if a dog is raised in a loving home then it's going to think all people are fucking amazing like every time if you go into a if you arrive at someone's house and the dog comes up to you and he's all happy and playful and runs around wants pats and is you know doing circles and belly scratches odds are that dog has grown up in a very loving household whereas if you rock up to someone's house and their dog is cowering away hiding then it's probably a rescue or a dog that's gone through some pretty traumatic shit who thinks all humans are bad until they gain their trust same concept but with people that's how people like that's how i think people end up with a bad character or a good character completely dependent on how they see the world and how they see the people around them and they're just kind of matching that level um all right so 
to close this off, right, the last final points. Um, I didn't know what to call this little closing topic thing, close out conclusion. That's what I'm talking about. Good sippy sip. Um, so being obsessed with your reputation is hard work, man. Like the way I kind of describe it is imagine putting on an act every day of your life. Imagine being a pa- like an unpaid actor every single day of your life just to try and hope that people like you or just to try and fit into the, you know, box that you think people think you should fit into. It's just made up. It's made up. It's all made up. It's all pretend. It's not real. Um, like I've been there and done that. And it's fucking hard. It sucks. It's not a whole lot of fun. It's far easier just to be who you are and just let that out of the cage and just be who you are. It's fucking way easier just to be who you are unlike... What's the, be undeniable, just be who you are, that, that's it, it's simple, it sounds so easy to do, but it's not, it's hard to just be who, it's hard to just let let go, like you need to find people that are kind of willing to accept you, which is the hardest part, so like you might very well lose people, the moment you make that turn from, you know, putting on this facade or putting on this pretend, um, what was, how, how was I describing it? I already forgot the word, um, reputation, right? By not focusing on your reputation and focusing more on yourself and letting yourself out, you're probably going to lose people from your life. You're probably not going to, like you might lose friends, stuff like that. People are going to start dropping off because they don't like who you truly are. But that's not a reflection on you. It's a reflection on them. If you let you, you let yourself out of that box that you think you should fit into, more people are going to come into your life and more people are going to come into your life that actually like you and care about you and don't want to keep you trapped, want to let you flourish and want to let you be who you truly are. I think that's fucking beautiful. So you might lose people. Yes, that's going to be shitty, but but you'll gain better people and people that you can be comfortable around and just fucking, you know, let loose. So much fun. So much fun not having to filter stuff. Something I'm getting a little bit better at, like I've you know, I've had to filter my um, filter who I am for so long that it's become a like a subconscious behavior. I just filter everything because I'm so used to not like so used to being shut down so quickly. So for me, it's kind of cool to just not have to filter shit. It's great. I filter some shit because some of the stuff I say is ridiculous, but most of the stuff I don't need to filter. It's a great way to stay in shape. Um, yeah, then once you find the people that you're, um, that kind of, you know, go with you and blend with your true character and have the same kind of morals as you, oh, mate, it's the best. Trust me. Um, all right, I'm just going to take a drink. Your character is arguably almost completely out of your control. It's going to be determined by your upbringing. And it's going to be determined. It's going to be determined by how you respond to significant events throughout the year. Um, like it's, it is. It's basically out of your control. It really is. You're just going to have to hope that you're you kind of had the right tools to get you into the right spot. Um, but it's not the end of the line. Like if you're you would if you're damaged because you grew up in a fucking shitty childhood, then working with a good psychologist is a good way. Like for me, I'm finding it's helping heaps dealing with the um trying to get myself back on path, trying to pull myself away from the dark side and into the light. It's it's helping heaps. Like it's a positive change. Um and I feel like it's giving me a stronger character. It's, you know, strengthening the parts of me that are good and the parts of me that are confident, the parts of me that I actually like and getting rid of the parts of me that were that are like getting rid of the part of me that believes all the lies that were kind of told to me as a child or you know as I was growing up about myself like getting rid of the bad shit and keeping the good stuff um there isn't really going to be any good or bad like there's no good or bad people it's just how you see the world the the lens that you view it through um there's either the happy lens or the dark lens like some days it's happy, some days it's dark, but some people live their life looking through a dark lens and some people live their life looking through a happy lens. That's unfortunately just the way it is. The, the people looking through the dark lens can get help, but if they don't, 
the lens is going to get darker and darker and darker. And those are the people that end up fucking doing horrific things because they see the world as such a dark, bad, horrible place that they don't want to be a part of it anymore. Um, and like, I, this is, this is, you know, something that I've learned over the last few weeks or months. Um, everyone is really just trying to do their best with the skill set that they've got. They, sorry. Um, yeah, everyone's just trying to do the best with the skill set that they've got. The skill set being their mechanisms, their coping mechanisms, how they deal with things. Like everyone's trying to do the best that they can. So, Yes, although some people are fucking shitty at it and some people suck and it might be frustrating and infuriating, they are really only going to try, they're really only trying to do the best that they can. And, you know, some people it's hard because they've fucking had a pretty rough, rough, rough go of it. So cut people some slack, even though it is frustrating at times. People deserve a little bit of slack. Um, for me to say that is a huge change in, in tone in tone, in time, massive change in tone, I, yeah, it's wild, but this, um, this kind of topic, like, your character defines you, your character defines who you are, not your reputation, reputation is what other people think of you, and they can think whatever the fuck they won't want, but as long as you are true to your character, you will be fine, that's it, you will be successful in life if you are true to your character, the more you change yourself to fit other people's perceptions of you the more you're going to lose sight of who you are as a person and that's where shit starts to not be good shit starts to be rough you know so keep sight of who you are fuck what these other people think it's not worth it um anyway that is the topic for the uh for the day um i'm gonna roll back and start just talking shit so i didn't really talk about what happened this week Oh, because I spoke about my fitness stuff first. I just jumbled up. I decided to hit shuffle on this uh, this episode here. Um, oh, nice burp. So, don't really know what happened this week as it was kind of a blur. But I'll start on Saturday and go through to today, hopefully, if I make it. Um, I'm going to take a quick jink, quick jink, quick jink, and then we'll get back into it. All right, I'm getting comfy now. Um roll the roll the, the chair in yeah there we go oh uh what happened this week on sunday i'm gonna screenshot this yeah so sunday did strength testing um at bft and monty was just hanging around there all day it was fucking cool it was cool to see people max out like they we tested their five rep trap bar deadlift and five rep bench press but also tested their 20 uh, 30 second max air bike cows and third um and 1k row or ski, and it was just fucking cool to see people crack into some pretty tough tests, and not be scared of it too, like, you know, you would see the people go through before them, and they would watch them roll off the rower, and lie on the ground for fucking five minutes, in absolute pain, and they would be like, okay, I'll have a crack, so it was just cool to see that, it was cool to see people, you know, not not scared to have a crack at something that was pretty fucking scary, if you ask me, um, on that note, I decided to do a ski, a 1k ski, just Jesus, what the fuck? I decided to do a 1K ski just for the lols and see where I could get myself. I went out at 85, 90% and ended up coming in at like, what was it? It was three minutes and 19 seconds, which was pretty cool. I think the best one I've done is just, I think it's 3.05, three minutes, five seconds. So considering I only went at like 85, 80, 80, 80, 90%, pretty happy with that so i definitely got more in the tank which is cool so i might try again this week um might try just once a week hit a hit a 1k ski and see where i can get it to um but yeah that was pretty cool it was good fun um oh yeah caps lock off i have started the process of exciting news i've started the process of building a website for the podcast uh i don't really know what i'm going to do with it but the plan so far is maybe some sort of blog blog b-l-o-g um and i don't know maybe some merch t-shirts socks jumpers shorts Um, i've actually i want to sell vegan wallets too because i've been trying to find a vegan leather wallet and i have not found one at all and it's really annoying me so i'm like you know what fuck it i might sell them too so that's in the process of um getting done which is pretty cool so exciting stuff in the pipeline for that um 
And on the topic of podcast, the alcohol reels are doing really well on Instagram. Which is exciting. Like I've had a bunch of people message, a bunch of people comment, and I've just been, you know, pumping out responses. Most people have been, uh, most responses have been positive. There have been a few people who are like, what do you got against beer, man? And it's like, I don't have anything against beer. But if you're trying to recover from a training session, beer is not a good thing to drink. And the guy was like, well, well, what, there's carbs in beer. Carbs is a really, carbs are great post-workout. It's like having a, you know, chocolate coconut milk or coconut water or some shit like that. And I was like, yeah, the carbs are good. The alcohol is the thing you don't want to have. So if you have a zero alcohol beer, that's fine. But the alcohol is the shit that fucks you up. So I think I'm just trying to, you know, it's important to try and educate people on these things. So it's good, and they're responding well. Um, oh, yeah. Today I picked up a new bike wheel. I had to get... So the story is, um, on my road bike, my rear wheel, every time I would get it serviced, I'd take it out for a ride, one of the spokes would come loose. Shit you not. The first time, every time, I'd, after I'd get the wheel trued, I would take it out for a ride, and the spoke would come loose, and then it would be like, cool, I have to park that wheel until I get it fixed and I had to put a spare wheel on. It was so annoying. Every single time I'd get my bike serviced, I would get one ride with the, the good wheel and then I have to put my shitty wheel on. And I just got sick of it. So I took it into the um, Top Gear Cycles in Bulleen. Um, they're fucking awesome. If you ever need a bike shop, go to Top Gear Cycles in Bulleen. They're the fucking bomb. Um, took it in and they, you know, sorted out. I ordered a new wheel. So I got a new wheel that I'm going to throw on my bike. Um... I'm very excited to give it a run tomorrow, actually. Very excited to give it a run tomorrow. It's going to be fun. Great way to stay in shape. Um, yeah, hopefully the weather's pretty nice and I don't have to deal with um, freezing cold weather. Perfect transition on Tuesday this week. I had a run program and it was fucking so cold outside. It was raining, windy, freezing, fucking freezing cold. And I really didn't want to do it because it was so cold. It was like eight to 10. It was below 10 degrees basically. And it was raining. Um, I didn't have any warm clothes. I didn't plan for that. I just had my Lululemon shorts and a t-shirt. That was it. Um, no gloves, nothing. I really didn't want to fucking do it. I was dreading it so much, but I knew that if I did it i would feel great afterwards and i knew that if i started and once i warmed up it would be okay so the first like six k's would be shit last six would be great so i just said fuck it and went and started the run i was supposed to run and then swim but i decided to just can the swim and run um run only that way i don't know it just was a bit easier to wrap my head around it was like instead of if it was a nice day, it would have been easy to run and swim. But because it was so cold, I was like, just muster up the courage to run and then just go home. Um, but yeah, I like I mustered up the courage. I started and the weather actually turned out to be not bad. Like the universe rewarded me that day. But it was just fun um, to go out there and fucking rip something out and be like, cool. Like every now and then you get tested. Every now and then there's going to be a session that tests you mentally like that did for me. Um and it was just cool to go out there and fucking hit a run in the cold, in the rain. There were a few people out there too, which was nice. Um, just be like, you know, just kind of, it's just reassuring. It's like, cool, I've still got that mental edge. I've still got that mental toughness there. Um, yeah, nice. Great way to stay in shape. Woo. Um, so, that's right. Last week, I spoke about... Um, when you're cold waking up from a nap and did some Googling and it was wrong, basically. Noah, when we were running, Noah gave me the... No, was it when we were running or after we were running? I don't know, man. But he gave me the uh, the goss. He picked it up from a Rich Roll podcast. And the act of falling asleep in the brain is timed with a drop in core body temperature. Um, so... Like basically, when you when your brain starts to fall asleep, your body temperature drops because let's think about it. When it's colder in the room, it's easier to fall asleep than when it's hot. Um, and then the act of waking up is time with a rising core body temperature. So I guess that makes sense why it's like well, I like falling asleep in a fucking cold room, um, hanging out, hanging out a foot, hanging out a uh, hand. That's why socks aren't. I don't like wearing socks in bed either. I like being able to regulate temperature with my hands and feet because hands, I think it's hands, feet, head, 
are like the the temperature regulators of the body that's why when it's fucking freezing cold outside and you want to stay warm beanie gloves socks sorted you won't be cold you could literally walk outside with just maybe undies beanie gloves and socks and you'll be sweet um so i thought that was very interesting i don't know the science behind it but uh if you want to the rich roll podcast with some dude science guy i'll look i'll look up that just later Ah, you'll figure it out sleep expert something 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 um what else what else was what else was with the haps caps lock off Mm. oh so i had a thought the other day while i was having a shower um I don't know what made me think of it, but I think tall people have the shower colder than short people because because when people are shorter, the water cools down by the time they get, it gets to their heads. You with me? So like if someone's, you know, up to my chest or, you know, my belly button even, the water's going to be pretty much, uh, not pretty much cold, but it's going to be far colder than it is when it hits my head because my head's at where it comes out of the pipe. And you think about how much air it's got to go through before it gets to that person's head, you know? So if you're ever going to get into the shower with someone who's either taller or colder, make sure you're prepared to make the appropriate adjustments because it's probably going to be, you know, either far hotter or far colder than you want it to be. Um, But yeah, I just thought it was cool. It was literally a shower thought in the shower. Um, That's what I was going to say. So I want to move this to the end. Because it's, I feel like it's a good topic on its on its own. Um, sorry, actually, yeah, yeah, boy. Um, all right. Oh, Oreos. So, man, Oreos have been on special at Coles, and I've been buying them every time I go to the shops, which is not a good thing to do. I literally bought two packets of Oreos today. Again, I think this week I've eaten. I don't want to say it's kind of embarrassing. Um, three to four packets of Oreos. Because I found out the double-stuffed choc hazelnut Oreos are vegan, as well as the original. So, I've been eating them. So, I've probably had three or four packets of Oreos. Definitely two, because there are two wrappers in my bin. Which is, it's a lot. It's not a good thing. I've been training a lot this week, so I could probably get away with it. But at the same time, it's it's a lot. Um, but yeah, the Oreos are dope. Um, oh, Speaking of Oreos being a bad thing. So... I did another body scan because I'm curious to where, curious, um, I need to monitor where I'm sitting at for the strong first um, barbell course. I need to make sure I know where I sit to make sure that, um, you know, I, I, I know what weights I'm going to have to hit when I do the testing again. And it was interesting. Just It was interesting just to see. My weight was at 98.1, which is, I think, down 400 grams. Um, I'm not... It was like an electrode body scan, so I'm not like I'm not 100% sold on how accurate it is, because they're pretty inaccurate at times, depending on you know how much you've been drinking, how much you've been sleeping, whether you've fucking trained, how hot it is outside, all that kind of shit. So they're very variable with all that. But in saying that, um, my I actually increased muscle by ooh, what was it? Increased muscle by, doesn't say there, I went up, I think, 1.2 kilos of muscle. No, that doesn't seem right. I think it was like a couple of, I think it was a kilo of muscle or something like that. And down a couple of kilos of fat. So 98, I think I was sitting at, let's just get my body fat percentage, that's way easier. Um, I have 11 kilos of fat mass, basically, which is pretty cool. Um, Body fat percentage. 11.2%, there you go um less than last time which is cool i think i'm putting on more muscle because of the strength training so we shall see um i really should stop eating treats during the week though should probably get rid of the oreos and just keep them on the weekend um because four packets during the week ain't good because i've got another two packets that are probably going to get eaten today which is six packets for the week that's not a, that's not a good way it's not a great way to stay in shape so i've got to be careful with these uh this oreo consumption mm. Anyway, I was driving. We'll finish on this. Finish on a, a positive, lighthearted nature joke, whatever. Um, I was driving the other day and it was raining. Not relevant at all, but still, it was raining. And I was just thinking, I was like, man, you know, 
I, you know, I'm passionate about stand-up comedy and stuff like that. And I was like, man, I can't, I don't know how comedians just look at random things and they think of jokes. Like they write funny shit about anything. I don't understand how they do it. I don't get it. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to try. And a truck went past me and it started indicating left. And I just looked at the indicator and I was like, oh yeah, that indicator is normal. And I started thinking about those indicators where like the fuse is blown and they start indic- like they start blinking ridiculously quick, like three times faster than normal. And I was like, damn son, that's how my brain feels in comparison to what I imagine a normal brain is like. You know, I feel like I'm thinking fucking 600,000 things a second. Like I feel like my brain functions much like those indicators with a blown, a blown fuse do. It's just like, bop, 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 thoughts, 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 things, words, looking, actions, doing. Whereas it should be like, hey, what's going on? What are you doing? Thoughts, words, looking, moving. Gives me a chance to get on top of things. Whereas my brain functions like one of those ones with a blown fuse. So maybe that means I've got a blown fuse and maybe that's why I'm going to see a psychologist to fix that blown fuse to try and bring my brain down to a normal level. Um, And then when I have caffeine... It's not even like it's blinking. It's just on constantly. It's just it's blinking so fast that it looks like it's on. So yeah, that's how my brain feels all the time, which is cool, but also not cool. Um, where was I going with that? See what I mean? Too many thoughts, too many things happening. Blown fuse, psychologist. Bro, oh, yeah. nope, forgot it. It was there and now it's gone. Oh man, indicator. Brain moving so quick, thoughts, actions, fast moving, I don't know, man. Anyway, and then I tried the exercise again today um, of looking at things and seeing if I can find the funny in thing, and I saw, remember ages ago, forgive me if none of this makes any sense, but I saw a car with one of those car sickness straps dragging along the ground, well, it wasn't even dragging along the ground to be fair, and I thought the whole point of them was to drag along the ground to try and do something. Let's actually look it up. Um, what do what the car sickness bands do? Here we go. Anti anti nausea. Neither band or placebo prevented the development of motion sickness. Regarding whether the bands used correctly or incorrectly, so basically they're useless. Um, anyway, what I was getting at was I saw one of these bands dangling behind one of the cars. It wasn't even touching the ground. I was like, what a fucking fraud. Like, what a scam. Dealers were probably charging fucking a couple of hundred bucks to add on this motion sickness band at the back of the car, this strap that doesn't even touch the ground. It just looks ridiculous. It looks like the tag on a fucking inflatable life raft that you pull it and the car just becomes this fucking life raft. That'd actually be pretty cool. Uh, But yeah, it looks ridiculous. And then it led me to remember. So when I was in like grade six, year seven, eight, there were these bands that you could buy, like a rubber band, like a rubber bracelet that had like a little hologram in it. And it was said that these were like revolutionary, revolutionary bands that could uh, help you help improve your balance. You know, you wouldn't fall over if you had these bands on. I remember all my mates were running and playing footy and stuff like that because it was like, yeah, these are like performance enhancing drugs. They, They help you keep your balance. And it was this giant fucking popular fad that just took off everyone had these bands around their wrists and i just like i remember thinking like there's no fucking way this works it's like a fucking sticker it's like you know the um what brand is it those hats new era new era hats and they have like the hologram sticker um that's what the fucking little hologram thing was like in the bracelet it was like a rubber bracelet with this little hologram in it yet people were like yeah man it improves balance it's fucking great i feel fantastic and it was like I don't know, man. It was a scam. Turned out like, yeah, it was a massive scam, but people fucking bought into it so quickly. And I was like, I wonder what things are kind of like that now. What things are involved in our ecosystem? What things are involved in our life now that are a fucking scam that we don't know yet? We haven't figured out yet. Like what things are just a load of crap? I don't know. I don't, I hadn't really thought this far into it, but yeah. Are there any things that you think are full of shit at the moment? Things much like this, those balance bands or the fucking, you know, spewy straps at the back of your car. Who knows? Food for thought. Mm. 
Anyway, let's finish on this note. All right, guys. I heard this on Rogan's podcast, and I just think it's fantastic in terms of what you are, what you want to do with your life, where you want to be. And it was basically just be undeniable in who you are and what you do. Just be fucking undeniable. So do what you do so well that you are undeniable. People can't. People can say whatever they want to say. People can talk shit about you as much as they want to talk shit about you. But you, if, if you are undeniable, they can say whatever they fucking want. Not a single word is going to stick to that wall because you are undeniable. So guys, be undeniable. Be undeniable in who you are and what you do. We're all going to try. Let's try it. Let's just try and be undeniable for a week. Yeah, let's end on that. Enjoy your week, guys. I'll see you. Catch you.